Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Struggle Session. I'm Leslie III. Jack Allison. Hey, Jack's back. Uh, hey, here I am, everybody. I'm uh, I'm back once again. I mean, a lot has gone down in the world since you since you've been on the show, man. Um, uh, it's true. There's so much we could talk about, but I think the first thing I kind of want to talk about with you is, uh, unfortunately, um, the Emmy. You know, these these like I-, I watched only a little bit of these Emmys. I only watched the highlights, but you know, these I feel like almost like are appropriately the dead emmys it just feels (laughs) so like it felt so uh, like a a corpse this year like i don't know any of these shows you know (laughs) everybody's at their like houses except for some people who are partying together which is weird of its own accord it's like all of it it's so it's the fully hollowed out emmys i'm shocked that they like went still went through it like uh, as we've said before our policy is that like these award shows actually shouldn't exist they should just cancel right. them like we shouldn't have to watch rich people kill each other <laughs> bring them back after a lot a long time if that's how you save all these award shows is if you bring up take them off the air for like five years then you know bring them back and everybody gets excited like they've actually done that a couple like the BET Awards they they stopped doing it for a while oh, and, it, and then they came back and they were kind of good. <laughs> well, that 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 proves my point. Then they came back and you know people were more excited. It was very interesting to me watch, and I kind of wanted to pick your brain about this because on Earth, you know, maybe twelve, you were writing this show, you know, right? Sure. Yeah, in the alternate reality, you were. Still a uh, drone over there writing this. Uh, I'm show. still on Zoom every day writing about you know, I I don't even know. Like I it's it it just washed over me so much. I can't even remember so many of these shows. I can't even remember what the names of the shows were. Frankly, <laughs> yeah, mo- the big yeah. ones were kind of Shit's Creek, which nobody heard of because it's on like pop TV. Um, you know, my wife likes Shit's Creek and. Uh, I hear it's good. I don't really watch comedy, but it's fine. We'll get into it. Um, Watchmen, another big one. We'll get into that as well. Oh, but the boy. Th- but the thing I kind of found interesting is it was actually, uh, I, we watched a bit of it until it, it, it kind of ca- got kind of goofy, but it was actually more entertaining than any of the other like award shows because like they would like fuck around and like fuck mm. with people while they're doing it. They would like say, and the winner is... And then do like a five minute bit. <laughs> like I, I actually kind of like. Yeah, everything sloppy in the hollowed out Emmys. You know, we're all having fun now. Yeah, I like I liked it, that there wasn't that gravitas or that you know sincerity to the main thing that they were kind of just you know fucking around and being mean to uh, rich people for a little bit. Uh, that was kind of okay. But uh, as far as the you know big winners uh, go, um, Shit's Creek. Oh uh, yeah. Wow, that won a, a lot. Big win. A show that nobody fucking watched. Won a lot of them. Not to say it's a bad show. It seems kind of. I hear funny. it's good. I think I might watch it, but it sure won a lot. I, that made me just feel out of touch. I'm like, okay, that show that I've like kind of like vaguely heard is good. Is like the biggest winner of the year. Won like everything. I'm like, okay, well, I guess that thing that I was kind of like, well, I'll make time for that sometime. I'm sure it's very good. Everyone yeah. has told me it's very good. Yeah, but a uh, couple of things I found funny about it. So, so first of all, I we uh, actually shut off the show because they won so many times, and it actually started to get like uncomfortable. It's like <laughs> you're because you were all like 
like sitting on a Zoom call together and you like start feeling bad for the other people on the other shows because they're just sitting there watching right. it with you. It was very weird. It was like very uncomfortable uh, to watch these people win them win awards over and over again but the fact that they were able to win so many awards um they got to do a lot of speeches um and eugene levy i think he gave the first uh, big speech then it was uh dan levy and then it was like oh wait a minute that's his son oh wait a minute um he while he was you know giving his second or third speech for writing he mentions the fact that his dad basically handed him the keys to this show oh, well, yes, even though he had course. never written uh for television before but that's when i saw like i, I saw because i've heard this show is good and then I, I i just i didn't even watch all the uh acceptance speeches of it because i only watched the highlights of the show i saw like the the screenshot of like dan levy accepting and i'm like well, oh well, good for him. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. I guess, like, I'm I'm sure the show is good, and his dad is funny, but and whatever. Like, good for him. It's like it's worth noting, I guess. Oh, I mean, he mentioned it himself. He mentioned it while he was giving his speech. They're like, yeah, my dad uh, just gave me this show, and now I'm winning all these. We were in all these awards. Isn't that uh, wonderful? I'm like, I'm sure he's a very, very uh, funny guy and a great writer. But they got a lot of funny guys and great writers who. Uh, and are just you know doing o uber eats right now you know right. because their right. dads weren't uh rich and famous and couldn't hand them a tv show with no experience a lot of people can make a really good tv show i'm sure dan levy made a really good tv show he also like was lucky enough to have a tv show handed to him because his dad is one of the funniest guys out there so yeah you know, <laughs> it's all about who gets that opportunity i guess so good for good for him good for him the other big win winner on the drama limited series thank god limited series uh side was of course uh watchmen all the award-winning made damon lindelof double down on the fact that he's not gonna do uh, another season in fact he's like begging someone else uh, to do it he actually said today <laughs> like i hope you know this lets the watchmen universe uh open up you know and so a bunch of people can you know do their own watchmen thing which is just um wonderful <laughs> yeah yeah that'd be great let's get the whole new watchman universe where uh it all spun out of you know white people being jealous and inspired by hooded justice who was a cool black guy who wore a noose around his neck um as as part of his costume you know that that got ripped off like how rock and roll did by by white superheroes who wanted to be like hooded justice who's a cool black guy yeah, and uh, like it, what what he said, what he specifically said, and uh, our friend uh, Trevor Beaulieu of Champagne Sharks pointed out it, when he said like why he not he's not doing a second season this time. He actually said, you know, it'll actually be disrespectful uh, to what we accomplished and what we did in the first season to try and follow it up, um, which you know was not considered when they decided to. Uh, follow up uh, Watchmen yeah. by Alan Moore, the most well-regarded comic book of all time. <laughs> well, you know, that's kind of how I feel about talking about the HBO series Watchmen, you know, is that, you know, I had a, a there was a grand period of time when that show was coming out and I was talking about it and everybody was getting really, really upset. And, you know, I feel about the about talking about the Watchmen show, <laughs> yes. the way that Damon feels about it is that that's best left all wrapped up kind of on its own island 
blonde back there. I feel the way I do. It's all gravy. They had this weird like advertising campaign during the show where there's like a new like cool Kia, like a Kia sports car that they're advertising that they were delivering all the Emmys to. And they were like door like they were like door dashing all the Emmys to people. And like apparently they would have them sitting outside of the home, even though like that person might not win the Emmy. So they would just send and they would all be and they were all in these humongous, like weird looking and like very hot looking like hazmat suits, which I, I, Jack, I have to ask you, that was like a Jimmy Kimmel thing. Like he did. I'm sure that that's torture a Jimmy those Kimmel people. joke. Like, I'm sure. Yes. Yes. I'm sure that that was a funny joke that someone uh, who hasn't had to leave their, you know, beautiful, wonderful loft uh, since March uh, sat on a Zoom call. And that led to some poor actor having to wear a big rubber suit outdoors. But it, it, apparently uh, it was like like a lot, like like 50 of them. It had to be yeah. like they were driving all over Los, there, yeah. Los Angeles. That's uh, That was so bizarre. But I like what I do like I, I was Jack, I've never told you this, but I actually always hate it the jimmy kimmel show kind of because i always thought it was like mean a little bit the hero was kind of mean like was that sure was that always like was that like the intention was that like kind of the vibe the feel to be honest with you uh it was an internal concern concern uh jimmy really balked at being thought of as the mean jimmy and and fallon as the nice jimmy or whatever (laughs) but jimmy does have kind of like a mean streak to him and a lot of his humor does come from pranks and shit like that like you know Pranks are fun, but they are at someone's expense. And it's like, you know, the biggest thing that that show does right now is honestly the stealing candy from little kids thing. And that's like <laughs> kind of mean. You know what I mean? Like, it is funny, but yeah, like, it is, very it is funny. not that nice. You know what I mean? To do to a little human being, you know, uh, not that I really gave a shit when I worked there, to be honest with you, or even give a shit that much now, to be honest with you. It is gold. It's <laughs> funny. It's funny. But I'm saying, like, I know he bristles at it. And and I think that that, you know, that feeling that you get kind of comes from, you know, this is like this way the guy acts is he's like, you know, kind of the there's a real fuck you attitude to the entire place. But that's like, hey, that's all fun. You know, moving on to the other big news of the past week she loved it when you called her big papa the notorious (laughs) oh wow rbg notorious (laughs) um passed away um not tragically not sadly Passed away. It's just passed away when you're predictably when you're predictably yes that's the (laughs) adverb predictably (laughs) Um, passed away um, at 87 at eight, passed away passed away a uh, supreme court justice 87 years old so she had been battling cancer for years i think during the obama administration was when she was first diagnosed um but yeah she passed uh she passed away um i we should note that it was about how many like 14 days after officiating a wedding in public yeah. without a mask on yeah, you know, which uh, I I mentioned that on Twitter, and a lot of people were like, how dare you? The two have nothing. To-. People said things ranging from that the two have nothing to do with each other 
Some people said that she knew she was going to die, so it's her choice. Yes. That she like, got that to do one. that with her like last days. And I'm like, dude, like that's fine if you're like someone's grandma or whatever. But if you're like, if you can stay alive for like 14 more weeks and fucking abortion like stays legal, it's like a little different. You know what I mean? Like, I swear to God, I got so many replies from people. They're like, how dare you like tell her what she can do? And I'm like, I actually feel fine about that when it's someone with a lifetime appointment to be honest yeah. with you i think we should get a say if it's someone with a lifetime appointment like i'm not saying that it was i when i'm like it's selfish and irresponsible of her to go to a wedding without a mask when she's undergoing chemotherapy and has cancer and is like about to die or whatever that's not the case for everyone in the world you know what i mean like it's a very unique and special case that this person has a lifetime appointment and when they pass away, like certain things are going to like rapidly become illegal. You know what I mean? That's not the case with everybody's grandma who, yes, it is fine if people want to like choose to like hasten their end or whatever by doing something like this. Who gives a shit? Not everybody's grandma, you know, the fate of abortion hangs on. God, it, someone posted as a joke, like uh, the, the night of uh Rest in peace, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. If you're having suicidal th thoughts, please dial this number. Like, like what they post whenever a celebrity, uh, uh, you know, takes their own life. They did it for RBG as a joke, but like, kind of, it was kind of true, actually. Uh, According to some of the defenders, they're like, "Oh yeah, she knew what was happening." And yeah, she decided I'm to like, go that out. That is truly weird. That is truly weird. Um. I think it was irresponsible to go officiate a wedding without a mask. I think that those DCCC people are, frankly, ridiculous for asking her to do that. You know what I mean? And so these are a pair of DCCC people, which that's the Democrat. DCCC. DCCC. The DCCC. You know, whatever the fuck it As is. As they say in the news. Yeah, but they, basically they're a bad centrist, you know, they're an organization that tries to help elect centrists uh, in Congress uh, and tries to push out progressives. And, you know, it's one of these shitty, you know, cap ish type of organizations. And anyway, the two people that got married are both like one is a current D.C. DCCC person uh, and the other is a DCCC alum. And also, hilariously for local stuff, she is a um, Los Angeles Olympics 2028 alum as well. She like run. She has like so many bad. There's like three bad things in a row. Anyway, it's this couple who were the family friend of Ruth Bader Ginsburg that she went and officiated their wedding, you know, without a mask. And, you know, correlation is not causation. But you can only simply say that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died two weeks later. You know what I mean? Uh, so, you know, whether it killed her or helped to, like, hasten her death, like whether she got coronavirus or whether she just shouldn't have been doing any sort of, like, extra activity. You know, the fact is she went and did a favor for some DCCC people, you know, uh, in the final days of her life, uh, life, and then she died shortly afterward. And so, you know, at the very least, that should be uh, pretty embarrassing for the people who, like, Instagrammed out themselves with no masks next to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, they actually had to lock their account. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, very know, shortly I, I after. A, like, I, I think that's a bad look, look whenever you have to lock your account because a Supreme Court justice died and you didn't, like, that's yeah. your first move you have to make. You probably did something wrong. 
Yeah, I agree. I I do think he uh, probably did something wrong uh, 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 in that scenario. But look, it's it's not good. It's not a good situation. The Republicans are definitely going to jam someone through. They already have the votes. Wait, they're going to get it no, done. No, 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 Jack. Are you no? That's Jack. Come on. That's what do you mean? That's not going to happen. That's I mean, they've never happened. I remember specifically when Merrick Garland was up for nomination. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mitch McConnell, who I really do think wants what's best for the the country. I honestly oh, yeah. do think he does. He's a patriot. He's does a patriot. Want he what best views for the things in a different way than yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just he said at the time that doing that would be bad. He said at one time doing that would be bad. So that means now that the situation is reversed and he's the one in power with the power to do that thing, to shove uh, a Supreme Court justice in before uh, the election. There is no way. No, 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 no way that who would actually go back on that. I mean, he said yeah. it a bunch. We have the tweets, Jack. We have yeah. screenshots of tweets. Oh, here's the receipts, actually. Uh, hey, Moscow Mitch, here's the receipts. Boom. Mike dropped, sir. Mike dropped, Moscow Mitch. We've got the receipts. Period. <laughs> I like I like that white people are starting to pick up with period with the T. I saw Sarah Paulson learn. That's why I'm referencing it too. <laughs> period. Uh, but yeah, um, for the re- reaction from Democrats has been exactly uh, that that like they. Well, you know what's funny about that reaction is that every single one of them is on camera four years ago yes. saying that a president <laughs> should be able to get to see the Supreme Court justice. So who gives a shit is what I, in the end, you know? But their <laughs> mewling reply would be, but they didn't let us get our way that time, so they should let us get our way this time. Right. Like, that's the only I... thing you can really say, because you, I mean, you made the, you made their arguments for them, and then you weren't like you were too chicken shit to actually like push forward with it. Like the Democrats always do. They lay out these arguments that don't go through with them. And then the Republicans just push back like, hey, you already made those arguments. And we actually like care enough uh, to do it. We're just going to do it. It really looks like we're just going to like roll straight into like no election, like GOP rule. It is starting to feel that way. It's starting to feel like we might just have like. Not stolen because the fucking Russians, you know, s- s- fucking sent memes or whatever from Facebook, but a stolen election in the sense of like they get the like state legislatures to decide to like elect him. You know what I mean? And we don't count like mail in votes, which they the Democrats already set a precedent for when they didn't count like 20 percent of the votes in the New York primary. Like, you know, uh, it just feels like <laughs> it's the same as this Ruth Bader Ginsburg thing that like. Things are just going to get worse and worse and worse quickly. And the Democrats are just going to kind of be like, you should you better not do that <laughs> and then not do anything at all. Yeah. Like, I mean, this really get I mean, the roof thing is one of these things like people were saying in 2012 that she should go ahead and retire yeah. so that Barack Obama could replace her because everyone knows she was old. She was very, very old and that she was probably going to die. Um, very soon and you didn't want to risk um 
like which oh, by the way she had cancer multiple times you know what i mean even back then people now people don't know what the fuck they're talking about but people now are like why doesn't anyone call for brayer to step down i'm like well number one he wasn't mega old yet during obama's administration and uh number two trump is the president right now just so you know yes yeah <laughs> 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 it's just so so wow no i'm not gonna call for fucking brayer to step down and brayer hasn't had cancer multiple times and i the way i actually feel about talking about ruth Bader ginsburg is i'm like i just am very aware that no one pays attention to politics before like two years ago and no one has any idea what the, how the government functions yeah much. you know I mean, that's, that's like truly i don't want to be a dick but that's like what i want to say to most people is like well you like don't know what the fuck you're talking about and don't pay attention yeah so that's that like you know <laughs> i mean th- that's that's what kind of what i want to get at with ruth Bader ginsburg because the only reason like we're anybody we're talking talking about her now or anybody is really like making a big deal about this is that there was like a deliberate attempt to build a like brand and cult of personality oh, sure. around her and i think that was a very successful thing that's why so many people are talking about her these people and these same people aren't talking about like Kagan and Sotomayor. They're, they don't have like Sotomayor like face mask on like Amazon, but they have like 10 pages of them for RBG, Notorious RBG. Like we can get into like the co-opting of black culture to make this uh, very old and, and kind of racist <laughs> judge um, seem like she's cool. Uh, like that that's kind of fucked up in its own right. But the fact is like, okay, so you ran this op to make Ruth Bader Ginsburg seem like the coolest, hippest, most important you know, politician for what she was already a supreme court justice they're not elected she has tenure for life what's the point what is the the point point? even if you were if you were going to put all that time and energy and write like those goofy ass books about hillary clinton that would make a little bit and and some people did do that but that would make more sense to me um because hillary clinton running for office you know elizabeth warren like literally any other woman in the country who is actually running for office, if that energy that had been put towards like building up this Ruth Bader Ginsburg brand had been put to them, maybe a few more of them would be actually be in office and, you know, have a, a or like Amy Klobuchar, if that's your, if that's your person, if that's who you ride with or Kamala Harris, she might not have flamed out of the primaries. Like why was that energy placed on like a judge that nobody knew really knew shit about and people still don't know shit about like she as a Supreme Court justice. She has mostly authored, you know, very uh, uh, important dissents. So it's like, really, this it's all about how like much the liberals have lost since she was appointed by Bill Clinton. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a, it's like you read through the history of notable rulings and it's like dissent Gore versus the United States, like dissent, you know, uh, uh, like, yeah, I can pull it up right now, but, uh, um, uh, it's, it's all dissents. Yeah. And so, you know, she really was the queen of the clapbacks in that way. Yeah. Have you seen, um, her movie on the basis of sex? No, I didn't watch yeah, the, okay. the young RBG movie. She's very young in her career. So like the, 
the movie, the biopic about, you know, this uh, allegedly uh, legendary woman is about like a tax case is literally about like a guy is not is like a trial because a guy wanted like a tax break that was only open to women. And that's the trial like that. That's <laughs> the main that's the movie like that just seems that's so small ball i just imagine all the people last weekend who are sitting down trying to watch the rbg movie and being like oh that's all she did <laughs> she did <laughs> like a tax case. she got a guy like a couple extra tax break i mean obviously Very the weird. case had bigger implications but it was kind of like it wasn't it was just like a bizarre choice and like most people just like do not really know a lot about her uh, one thing a lot of people didn't seem to know about her is that she, uh when she was asked about the colin kaepernick uh protest she said it was dumb and disrespectful and uh yeah. and a lot of people seem to miss her you know attacking black athletes protesting for black lives matter because those same people then demanded uh more or less that the athletes protesting doing the protest for black lives matter right now which are in the nba they were like de demanding that they like pay tribute to Ruth Bear Ginsburg, the <laughs> woman who like said they were dumb and disrespectful, was appointed as like a moderate judge. You know what I mean? She like got more liberal over time, and wouldn't you know it? Like the time when she was more liberal uh, was all authoring dissents for the most part. There we go. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was on um, what's it? ESPN. Uh, Rachel Nichols. She made this. Uh, pretty big viral video i guess it was on I, 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 it was on tv too but like basically like saying like why aren't these negroes like paying tribute to my idol like what like can you make this thing about me and the things i care about with completely oblivious to you know the racist comments rbg made or perhaps maybe some of the racist decisions like like wasn't her last decision literally like violating like native uh sovereignty i i really don't know what she did as, as a younger person you know that much i know mostly what she did in the supreme court uh and i think that she was mostly kind of just like a figurehead and an action figure for liberals especially in the last 10 years literally um people were posting all their rpg action figures in tribute this weekend like there's like big long well I, this is like what i was saying is i'm like tell me your favorite ruth Bader ginsburg like decision <laughs> like tell me the most impactful and important thing that you love so much that she did i mean yeah because really really comes down to it like the supreme court is just an absolutely awful uh institution and ruth Bader ginsburg's um death uh behavior and death really show that the fact that she stayed on and so that now and because she stayed on and died under trump mm -hmm. now there'll be like a six three like majority, just yeah, and, and we should also we should also you know sort of uh, uh mention that it's pretty clear that she wanted to retire under clinton and you know make a big you know, yes. deal about retiring under Clinton or whatever. And that didn't work out. So this is another one of these things where it's like liberals have all these like liberals are like, you know, we've got these big plans and all it depends on is like us always winning. And I'm like, you know, you really are all holding the country hostage over some stupid bullshit pretty often. But I guess you're allowed to do that because uh, Bill Clinton 
who's on the Epstein flight <laughs> logs, uh, appointed you to a job back in the 90s. You know, I, I really am kind of surprised that no Supreme Court justice was on the flight logs. Like, there should have been, you'd think he would have reached out to at least one. I don't think they get out that much. I think they don't get out that much. They're like, I think the Supreme Court justices are kind of like, I don't know. I actually don't know. They're kind of weird. I mean, but the Clarence Thomas shit, you know. Yeah, what, you would think what, what like his, Clarence. I'm like, man, uh, he, Scalia, he got up to some weird shit. Scalia almost certainly would have been like been down with it. I, I don't know. So Clarence Thomas, you know, they they interviewed one of his like mistresses or something like that. And I always remember this. They said that that he would take like hot showers, like scalding hot showers for like hours at a time, like until his like skin would crack and shit. That was like his thing was to take like mega hot showers. And I'm like, man, how what what a totally symbolic thing for a judge <laughs> to never be able to feel clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like all these people like are the most like ruthless cutthroat freaks you can imagine. Like imagine wanting to be on the Supreme Court like you would have to be like just a really like awful person, I think, in order to yeah. like want that and get there. Like I do to want to have that much, you know, power, a l lifetime appointment. That's like like it almost it almost makes being president seem like a little small because you can be voted out. Um, yeah. You only get to four. You, you get to four or eight years and that's it. But if you're on the Supreme Court, then people have to listen. The country has to listen to your bullshit for until you die yeah and you know uh the other thing that's in, that's funny about it is that like this person was like 87 years old you know a multiple cancer survivor people are acting like she's like writing up all these like fiery dissents or whatever like this is and i feel this way probably about a lot of the supreme court justices i don't think that this person was probably with it for a little while you know what i mean uh today uh they had a big event where like all of her law clerks uh were walking out of the supreme court together or whatever and first of all you notice that it's almost all white people uh but second of all uh you notice that it's like like a hundred people you know oh, yeah. what i mean it's like hundreds of people i'm like so even this idea that the, this is like it's such a stupid weird fake thing the supreme court this idea that we're like appointing someone to be the justice forever like no you're appointing someone whose like name goes on the plaques you know what i mean and like it's a building where like hundreds of people work you know what i'm saying like and i don't even think like do you think i don't think ruth bitter ginsburg wrote any fucking dissents the last couple of years you know what i mean i think over the last like couple of weeks i do know, like, I, I do remember specifically rachel maddow Talking this was, but this was years ago. Specifically talking about, oh yeah, she actually, you know, is writing them herself as if it were right. like, uh, like not the norm. <laughs> so that's also, by the way, that's also, by the way, they say that like the same way that it's like Jimmy Kimmel writes his own monologue. It's like, yeah, she puts it all down, but she has hundreds of people working for her to like get it to that state. You know what I mean? Like she's like, she's like you get this part for me and then just puts it in. You know what I mean? She only had one black law clerk and I saw the ceremony where they were having her lay uh line state at the Capitol and there was more, there was like two like pallbearers who were black. And I was like, did they actually bring in a fucking ringer 
to make it look more diverse. <laughs> I mean, there was. are like, there, I think she had like two law clerks or something who were black, but you know, but if she I think had that probably those, was a ringer, but, that, but like they were both like two of the ball, the pallbearers were black. And I think that was the only black people I saw. So like, did like whose job what and what and whose job was it? To tell, and one of them was a, the only woman was a black woman. So, like, what was the thing? Like, okay, um, we only have one. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> we only we, here's who we're thinking will be the the pallbearers, and they like notice who's CC'd and are like, hmm, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> that's funny. I got to uh, see a little bit more of what MSNBC is. They're very sad about Ruth Bear. Ginsburg and the laws for the country, yada, yada, yada. But um, they're also, uh, they were very concerned about Russia again. Oh, yeah. Russia's doing it again. They're about to influence the election by, um, by I guess, everybody knowing that Hunter Biden probably didn't deserve to have the jobs he's gotten or something. Yeah, they were, they were just, you know, talking and talking about how CIA and, you know, NSA and all these intelligence and law enforcement agencies, um, they had John Brennan on who apparently works for MSNBC, the liberal network, um, former uh, CIA chief um, on TV, you know, not in like, prison or you know like 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 not you know in the hague or anything he's just on right. the liberal uh network yeah talk- like how mike pompeo will be yeah, like pretty soon. yeah he was just talking about the fact that you know these agencies uh speak truth to power and he hopes that they're still able to do that under this nefarious uh trump regime which obviously speaking truth has to power doesn't to mean Russia. anything anymore it doesn't mean anything anymore. no i think it actually does uh mean something i've never heard someone use it when talking about an intelligent the intelligence agency of the country <laughs> i've never heard it deployed in that way i've heard some bad deployments and i know where you're coming from saying it doesn't mean anything anymore but this is like a rather severe escalation of using that term like but what could that possibly mean in his fucking diseased mind like i like i like just (laughs) watching this i'm thinking like do like cia people go to acting school because he's talking and saying all these lines without like stumbling over them and they're all like completely made up nonsensical bullshit like i know there's some true believers in the cia but like i don't feel like he's one of them so i just feel like he's a very like good actor and he was acting like very concerned like he actually did like a deep longing pause (laughs) when the um anchor asked him if he thinks that you know uh if they're able, if the agency is able to properly combat um, Russia under Trump, and he said, <sighs> he paused for like ten seconds and said, you know, I, I, I just don't know if 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 we're able, <laughs> uh, you know, to, to, to still do it. Like this fucking ghoul, this monster, this literal like supervillain is just sitting there pretending like I don't like like Trump is the only problem when if he still has his fucking job he'd be executing people on trump's orders like right now we love our republicans we really do it's you know they stopped booking bernie people after las vegas on msnbc and now it's all bush republicans yeah, all day long yeah it's just uh just great <laughs> just great uh, we're having fun yeah out everybody's ex- you've seen the polls lately oh we haven't talked about the horse race jack 
Uh, oh, the horse, horse race. race. Let me see. Actually, you know, I I I think that there actually is a fairly useful thing on Five Thirty Eight's little website. Actually, uh, they have their election snake, um, uh, which sounds hilarious. All of their, you know, their whole page is stupid. I'll send it to you right now. Uh, but if you scroll down and you go to their election snake, you do get a good idea of exactly how hairy this looks for Joe Biden. Oh, so scroll down it. there. It's like it's like it shows you which states you need to win to like get over it or whatever. And they're giving him North Carolina, Florida, Arizona, and Pennsylvania. And that and if without those he wins or Trump wins. You know what I mean? Like uh, you look at this, the vote snake is a useful way to look at how close uh, it really is. <laughs> North Carolina, wow, Florida, Florida, and then they have Michigan, Minnesota over there. Like you know, it's like oh yeah, and they they're giving him Florida. I'm like, man, it's just not fucking happening with Florida. Everybody, <laughs> look how big a part of the snake of it, it is in Florida. Look at that big part. That's of the snake a big there. part. That's a big chunk of snake right there. Yeah. This is actually the first good thing that they've actually done. I think. Well, if you look at the rest of the page, it's actually totally useless. But you scroll all the way to the near all the way to the bottom, and there's a useful thing on the 538 website wow that's 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 kind of wild to see people don't show up to vote for the status quo and that's kind of what the democrats are going to be running on with the supreme court opening thing is like that we mean we need are going to be running the election (laughs) may happen before i get done editing like this show and posting like it it, it's where it's 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 here. It's like it's like coming. It's like is yeah. there, there's nothing else happening. <laughs> like this this is it. This is it. <laughs> this is this is what it is. Um, Joe Biden is just nowhere basically as far as I know. I, I guess he's doing like a few like live streams and shit. But like who like cares? You know. Well, this is exciting. You know, uh, on October fifteenth. Um, HBO Max is going to be airing a West Wing reunion special, oh. um, with commentary from uh former First Lady Michelle Obama, uh President Bill Clinton, and Hamilton's Lin Manuel Miranda. So how about that's happening on HBO Max, and that's um actually part of Michelle Obama's totally nonpartisan group when we all vote. So, yeah, I mean, if you think the Democrats aren't doing anything, we are getting a um, HBO Max West Wing reunion from Michelle Obama's voting, you know, nonprofit, nonpartisan nonprofit. Wow. And I should mention, Leslie, I I posted this this morning on Twitter, but I should mention that um, I looked this up, you know, because I was reminded about because of Lin-Manuel Miranda being part of this. Um, And this is. Near to the day when Lin Manuel Miranda last performed for Hillary oh, Clinton, no. it's near to no. the day. It that was October eighteenth, and this event will be October fifteenth. The anniversary of Tim Kaine in the membrane. So it's basically like the exact same point in the cycle. They're like time to deploy Lin. So what the fuck, Jack? Like for real? <laughs> like, like what the know? fuck? Like no, no, for real? Like what the fuck is going on? Like what? What? What is? <laughs> What is happening? What is going on? What are they doing? I think I, I'm st- I, I think I think the Q people 
are onto something in the sense that obviously what these people are up to is not politics. It has no connection to politics. Maybe it's not, you know, satanic, satanic child trafficking, but it's obviously <laughs> Whatever they're into. not. They don't spend the majority of their time trying to win elections. It's a social club. It's a social club. And a big part of it is like fundraising events and stuff like that. And so it's like it doesn't the, the winning of elections doesn't really matter. Look at the Mitch McConnell election. Like money is just pouring in right now. That's a grifter's paradise over there. If you know how to make videos, if you know <laughs> how to make any videos, if you know any form of editing, get some anti Mitch McConnell money at this moment. Yeah. It's just flying around like they're never going to win. They're never going to win, win that race. But it's the same fundraisers that are losing that have lost every other race. Like, it's just like the party keeps on going. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really matter to win or lose or whatever, because the fund, the funders stay the same. The parties stay the same. And in fact, actually, sometimes when you lose, it makes the parties more fun because everybody's like more mad and you can actually even raise more money. So that's pretty cool, too. Yeah, so like this, the fucking 20 pages of RBG merch on Amazon. Like I noticed on on Crooked Media, they're doing uh, get Mitch or die trying their big, you know, get Mitch McConnell out of the Senate thing or whatever. And there's it was a hotly contested primary that was very yes. close uh yes. that they now everyone's on board now that amy mcgrath the person who would definitely won't win yes now now it's raised millions and millions of dollars by the way i saw well, that she she RPG. raised millions before actually she was she was getting a bunch of money uh out of state money from senate uh, democrats so because they didn't want her they didn't want her to her opponent uh to win who was a you know who was a it was a great guy uh, you know Charles Booker he seemed like a really great guy with a real like yes. vision for like what he wanted to see in Kentucky and it's funny because like Kentucky like elected like a big like a statewide black Republican who's like going on TV like uh, defending the cops who uh, murdered Breonna Taylor but you know I, there's no reason why a statewide a statewide like black Democrat can't win you know yeah. Yeah, listen, uh, this race, they're never going to win this race. Mitch McConnell is not going anywhere. You know what I mean? It's just like it's one of these silly things. I saw after Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, there was a big article about like, you know, wow, like the Democrats raised like $40 million overnight after she died. And I'm like, let's fucking see how good that I'm like, yeah, you know, everybody who knows video editing once again, like get out there and make a Mitch McConnell video like right now. Now's the time. Go ahead. And now, like, literally the news is that, like, you know, Trump is, like, telegraphing that they're going to, like, you know, push it to the edge with this thing, which is what I suspected would happen from the very beginning. Um, you know, I've been saying I'm like, if if Trump, first of all, I think Trump is probably just going to outright win. Yeah. But if Biden wins by two, then Trump wins just because of, like, institutional cheating you know what i mean like this is not like that just because there's more conservative states frankly yeah you know what i mean <laughs> yeah and and the, the thing you know that a lot of the liberals are saying now is you know if biden wins somehow because that snake does not look good um yeah. that you know trump will you know try and stay in power and, and my question to that um to that is you know you were saying all the same things about trump 
before he was elected. In fact, you were saying worst thing. You were saying he was going to start World War III on top of everything else. And I'm not saying that those dire proclamations were untrue. But the World War III thing turned out not to be true. Um, but a lot of the other stuff did turn out uh, to be true, and nobody was really arguing with it. So my question then is, like, if that is the case, why and you're so worried about Trump staying in office after, you know, after Biden legitimately wins, why didn't Obama just stay in office after Trump won? Like, like if it's like that, if like if that's on the table, like I don't remember anyone saying like Obama, you this is a dangerous madman. You can't allow him to take office. Please, you know, do something. Stay in office. There are a lot of levers you can pull. That's. For real. You know what I mean? It's like Obama is not a guy that ever wanted to pull any levers because he doesn't want to be controversial. But there are a ton of levers to pull. And Trump is every lever puller. Trump is going to pull and he's got the the support of like a GOP that is the same as him and is emboldened by him. And this is what they're going to do. Like they cheated already. That's the thing is like this is not outrageous to say like that people cheat in elections. First of all, the Democrats did it in this very uh, primary just now. Uh, but the the Republicans outright stole the fucking 2000 election. You know what I mean? It's like we have already done this kind of like weird procedural stuff to like hold on to power. They're already telegraphing that they're going to do it like there's a million failure points for Joe Biden to not become the president. And I'm like, I just don't see it happening with like a, a president and a political party that are willing to go all the way to the edge. And with us having or not us, but with the Democrats having a nominee that can only get out of range by like single digits. Folks, that was struggle session. Have a good one. <laughs> All right, good times. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.